0: I'm Jacob Tackett, and I'm Dylan Curtis, and this is the I'm Wondering Podcast.
1: All right, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back with the I'm Wondering Podcast. We're on episode 14. Very excited, and the thing I'm most excited about, everybody... Is that Jacob is back? I'm back, y'all. Oh, thank God. Ye, uh, ye. As much as I enjoyed um pretending I was some weird radio <laughs> person who does it all by themselves. It was not fun. Yeah. Um, really not fun. So super glad that Jacob is feeling better and that he's Ugh, back with us. Feeling
0: good, y'all. Thank you for the <sighs> prayers.
1: Yeah. Did you have a good Thanksgiving?
0: I did. Good, yeah. Yeah. Um I threw the rest of the leftovers away yesterday. <sighs> Like we were, it was done. We had one more dinner two nights ago with it. And I was like, yep, turkey's done. Nah, too much. Gotta go. Too
1: much. That was really good turkey, by the way. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Legit turkey. It was our first time ever cooking a Thanksgiving meal from beginning to end. You know, we're young. We're a young married couple. So usually in the in the past, we've been invited to somebody's house yeah. or our parents have cooked the meal. And mm. It's exhausting.
1: Yeah, holy crap. Yeah, we're getting old and responsible, man.
0: I have not washed so many dishes <laughs> in a single day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, <sighs> it's good. It's good. Well, we're glad you're back. Thank you. Um, thank you. And uh episode 14, I didn't really say the topic yet cuz we were cel- celebrating your long-awaited <laughs> return. Woo-hoo. Um this this week we're going to talk about advent. Advent. Cuz we're going to literally just started advent. Yeah. So. Uh, and it's pretty interesting. I did not know a lot of what we're going to talk about. So, hopefully, uh, you all find it just as informative as I did. Uh, so, what do you think? Should we get to it? Yeah, let's dive in. Let's do it.
0: Well, alrighty. So, I mean, I have to be honest, like, Advent wasn't really ever like a thing on my radar until I came here to faith. Like, yeah. I knew I've I'd heard advent, you know, I had but I never really like participated in advent before.
1: Yeah, I hadn't either.
0: Um so again, you know, we've talked about it in the past, but again, this is something that I appreciate coming to a mainline tradition where um, we kind of dive into the liturgical things, and yeah. so it's been fun. Um, so maybe you're, you're like me, and you've asked this question maybe right now. is like, what is Advent? Um, because I've asked that question before. Um, so Advent is the season of the year leading up to Christmas, and it is observed with various traditions and rituals, not only by Catholics but other liturgical groups, such as the Lutherans and the Anglicans and Methodists. And in recent years, Advent celebrations of one type or or another have been, honestly, added to a lot of evangelical services as well. It's not just the mainline traditions and mainline religions that are doing it anymore.
1: Yeah, something I've noticed just with most liturgical practices, Advent, Lent, um, is that a lot of non-denominational churches have started to go towards embracing those practices. Um, which I found pretty interesting, given that the whole non-denominational approach is kind of (laughs) like, we do our own thing. Um, But I think people really... I've come to really enjoy it. Like like you, I didn't have this experience prior to coming to a liturgical church. Um, But I know for me, I've really enjoyed um, the Advent season uh, and what it means for my faith and for worshiping God in this season. So it is interesting to see people kind of adopt it more and more in that sect.
0: Yeah, it's been fun. It's been really cool. So that's what Advent is. And maybe you're like, well, what does Advent mean? Because I actually asked that question this week. I was like, okay, we're going to talk about Advent. I know what it is, but what does Advent kind of really mean. And so this is one of the things that I learned that I thought was actually really intriguing. So the word Advent comes from the Latin word adventus, which means arrival or an appearing or coming into place. And in this season, Christians oftentimes can speak of Christ's first advent and second second advent. And what, basically what that is, is his first coming to earth, as well as um, his first advent would be the incarnation. So Christmas time when Jesus was born on earth, that was Oftentimes, what um, the first advent was, and so yeah, advent is just a fancy word for saying for meaning arrival.
1: Oh, that's fun! Yeah, uh, should we just start inserting that into normal language?
0: Uh, yes, I'm gonna uh, go. What is your advent time? What is your advent time? <laughs>
1: when do you expect to advent? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna like go into all of my papers and do a word search for arrival and just change it to advent. advent or. Kick it up a notch and be Adventus.
1: Adventus, yeah, you can get Latin on it, and then you're a real scholar. You know, you're a real scholar when you just, you know, easily throw in Latin or French or German, and you don't even take the time to explain what the word (laughs) means. You just roll right over it. And I, you know. For all the academic stuff we read, and as much as I appreciate great minds, sometimes I hate that. Yep. I'm like, did you really need to squeeze the Latin in there? It feels like a flex. Right. Like, you just did it.
0: Like, we know you're flex. smart. <laughs> we see all of the letters after your name. Like, yeah, we get it. We
1: get it. We get it.
0: Like, just be a normal person.
1: Uh, well, and speaking of fancy words, because I have to sneak Ooh. it in now that we brought this up, your seminary word for the day, because we're talking about, you know, Christ coming back is eschatology, which is the study of the end times. So there you go, eschatology.
0: And that's on our podcast list topic.
1: It is. We'll get there sometime. Yeah,
0: it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I agree. All right, so we've talked about what Advent is, what Advent kind of means, and so when is Advent and how long does it last? You know, we've kind of talked about it being like this Christmas time leading up to Christmas, but... For some of you, you guys listen to Christmas music in July. You maniacs. You You monsters. You monsters. (laughs) And so for you, July is leading up to Christmas time. (laughs) Uh, Why? Praying for y'all. So um, the Advent season lasts for four Sundays, and it begins on the fourth Sunday before Christmas, or technically also the nearest Sunday to November 30th.
1: I love that marker. (laughs)
0: You have to clarify for these people. Um, and Advent ends on Christmas Eve and thus is not considered part of the Christmas season. And the Advent celebration is both a commemoration of Christ's first coming and an anticipation of his second coming. And as As Israel longed for their Messiah to come, so Christians today long for their Savior to come again.
1: I love that. I always love when there's a connection between Mm. Israel and us, because it just is another reminder that, you know, there's a continuation. It's not like Jesus came and it cuts off the the Jewish part, right? I mean, there's this long story of how God has worked through Israel, through us today. So, to me, that always adds significance. Yeah. Um, Uh, because I love the Old Testament as well. So just something nice. Yeah.
0: And again, another thing that I've learned, um, kind of digging through this, is like we said, in Western churches, Advent begins on the Sunday nearest November 30th, which is St. Andrew's Day, and is the beginning of the liturgical year. However, in many Eastern churches, the Nativity Fast is a similar period of penance and preparation that occurs during the 40 days of, before Christmas, so now some of y'all are like, ooh, I might tr- switch over to the Eastern Church because I can start celebrating Christmas forty days before Christmas. Y'all you better are better be heathens. ready to fast, though. Yes, you gotta fast. Um, and the date when the season was first observed is honestly, it's kind of uncertain. Like no one really knows when this started. Um, and I'm gonna mess this guy's name up, but um, Bishop Perpetus of Tours. Um, lived around 461-490, yeah, to 490, um, established a fast before Christmas that began on November 11th, which is St. Martin's Day, and the Council of Tours in 567 mentioned an Advent season. So while it's not I'm 100% sure of when Advent really started, we do have some of these like early church markers um, that we can kind of cling to. While it's not set in stone, I think it's a good place um, for us to kind of land on... Uh, when it started, how it started, um, yeah, and I think that's pretty cool.
1: I think you did a great job with that name. Hey, you know, cool. I, I the only thing I would say is maybe it's uh, Bishop Perpet- 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 us, Maybe Perpet- Perpet- per- per- Well, who knows?
0: Yeah, who knows? You uh, know what? That's he, really fascinating. You know?
1: I love that there's not really like an understood date, like so much in church that we know, especially like creeds and stuff. There's this yeah. very specific. It was very documented. This group of people from the church met, but yeah, we have Advent, which is, you know, one of probably the more significant, in a liturgical church, one of the more significant things we celebrate next to, like, Lent, Uh, and we're like, well, we're not quite sure when it started.
0: Yeah. Not really sure. And I I know, like, for us here, in our context at Faith Community, like you said, we put a huge emphasis on it. Like, we do a lot, you know? We have Advent devotionals going out every Wednesday, we have special worship every Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Um, we put a lot of effort into it uh, because it's important and it's really cool and it's a fun thing to celebrate which leads me into the the next question that i have asked myself before is well okay we know what advent is but how is advent celebrated Um, what does that look like and you know we've just mentioned a little bit um, how we celebrate it here but there's also some other things of how it is celebrated. And one of the most common Advent traditions involves the use of evergreen wreaths, branches, and trees. Y'all, I love evergreen. It smells so good. Um, And on the first Sunday of Advent, churches and homes are decorated with green to symbolize the eternal life that Jesus brings. And that's something I didn't uh, really know either, is um, how much significant colors has um, in in a liturgical calendar, which is a lot of fun. Um, an Advent wreath, an evergreen circle, um, has four colored candles surrounding a white one in the middle, um, and it is placed typically in a prominent spot in the church to be seen by all. Um, and the candles are then lit one at a time on successive Sundays. The first candle is a candle of hope or expectation, and the three remaining candles on the perimeter are given various meanings, um, kind of just dependent on the church. You know, we talked about um, different mainline religions that practice um advent and so they just have sometimes different meanings um, which is cool
1: yeah and if you uh if you are someone who goes to our church watches our services uh you probably noticed this last sunday that we started the candle lighting there's an advent reading and it kind of explains the hope candle and so it's a cool tradition that again i had never seen before um and that idea of of the the colors the idea of um, the lighting of a candle, the idea that the flame kind of represents the, the spirit of God. I mean, when you know all of that, I think it really does add a significant dimension and depth to yeah. this season, um, especially for me, it does. Um, so I really enjoy that as often as I looked at some of these traditions I and mean, went, oh man, that's kind of just old yeah. and dated. <laughs> um, it's, cool to, it's cool to see that and experience it.
0: Yeah, and if you're listening to this and you don't go to a mainline church or you've never experienced this I'd we don't encourage you guys go to go to YouTube, um, and you can type in YouTube. Faith Community Lutheran Church Longmont, um, and all of our sermons wow. are posted there every single week, um, and you can watch it. Um, yeah, you can watch it live with us, or you can watch the recorded sermons and watch how um, our families read and pray and light the candles, um, and it's it's a really cool and special moment um, for our church and for our families. And so, yeah, go check that out, and it'll give you a little bit more of a visual and a glimpse of how this is done. So then on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, the center white candle is then lit, and this is the Christ candle, a reminder that Jesus, the light of the world, has come. Um, The Advent wreath uh, first appeared in Germany, shocker, in 1839. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, A Lutheran minister working at a small mission for children created a wreath out of the wheel of a cart which is pretty cool and he placed 20 small red candles and four large white candles inside the ring and the red candles were lit on weekdays and the four white candles were lit on sundays and i just thought that was kind of a cool little tidbit of like well we have this wreath where'd it come from
1: yeah i love it i love that it's like hmm, this wheel right this is round what if i took a bunch of candles <laughs>
0: right it's just so random <laughs> Put them on
1: here it's yeah i love how inventive uh some people are um, wasn't it the Germans who also who also gave us pretzels, Ugh, I think? Praise them. I think it was like a German monk who rewarded his his students with pretzels. So. Nice. Thank you, Germany. Uh, you've given us a few good things. If you're Lutheran, you, <laughs> of course, love Germany. Because right. that's where Luther came from. Um, but thank you for also giving us the uh, <laughs> wheel of a cart. <laughs> right. For the first advent wreath with candles.
0: But also, throwing this out there, I will always be okay with being rewarded with pretzels
1: oh yeah me too just baseline oh this is a total side note and i'm here for it we have some time so uh did you know so they use what's called lye have you seen this for pretzels so if you like made them at home it's this chemical that they put in water and then they dunk the dough but you have to wear gloves because it's toxic to like skin uh it like takes the Um. protective oils off of your hands yeah, so you have to put a glove on and you <laughs> dunk you dunk the dough in this lye and then you di- and then you dry it and when you cook it apparently it cooks off whatever the toxic chemical is to humans and that's what gives it that like outer crust. Interesting. And that kind of pretzel taste, we, you know, if you like pretzels you understand what that pretzel taste yeah. is. It comes from this lye apparently is what it's called. But Hannah and I were watching a thing the other day we had no idea. No, not a clue. I was like, he's putting on gloves. He's like, this is very dangerous. And I was like, what? And we eat this, right? And it's what gives it the the classic pretzel taste. Uh,
0: but listen, give me death or give me Wetzel's pretzels. So yeah, well, you know, I'm here for it. I
1: I also love. Uh, what was it Auntie Anne's? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm, pretzels. <sighs> I <Anyways>. digress.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like we said, the first. A uh, wreath kind of appeared in Germany, and it was created out of a wheel of a cart. Eventually, the Advent wreath was created out of evergreens, symbolizing everlasting life in the midst of winter and death. It's kind of dark, but it's true. Uh, and the circle reminds us of God's unending love and the eternal life He makes possible. Advent candles are often nestled in the evergreen wreath, which is and they're really beautiful. They're really cool. If you've never seen one, Google it. Um, with sometimes people add additional decorations like holly and berries. And the red color points ahead to Jesus' sacrifice and death, and then people also put pine cones, which can symbolize the new life that Jesus brings through his resurrection. (laughs) Pine cones, which I found so fascinating, because like I don't know how pine cones does that. I don't either. Um, But it's a thing.
1: Do is it because pine cones like is it because when they fall off a tree, they like they are able to plant something for a new? I don't know how pine cones. I mean, that sounds good enough for me.
0: Like, huh? Yeah, right. I found that fascinating, but there it is. Um, and then families begin lighting a candle on the fourth Sunday before Christmas, and they light another candle each subsequent Sunday, like we have said. Um, and it's really cool. It is fun. Again, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Guys, join us for service. If you haven't, if you are listening to this, you're not a part of a church, it is a really fun season.
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, I really enjoy that shameless plug. Yeah. Um, Jacob and I also both preach. So, you know, if you really like us, there's some videos of us <laughs> preaching. If you don't yeah. like us, then you're probably not listening to this podcast. That's, so There's a lot of fairness. You don't even have to, like, explain that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, And so maybe rehashing this a little bit, but just kind of stick with us, is the most common Advent candle tradition um, has four candles, and a new candle is lit on each of the four Sundays before Christmas, like we have said. Um, but each candle represents something different through... Although traditions do vary. The four candles traditionally represent hope, faith, joy, and peace. Four things that I need more of every single day in Mm. my life. Amen. Um, And often the first, second, and fourth candles are purple. The third candle is a rose-colored. Sometimes all the candles are red. In other traditions, all four candles are blue or white.
1: I think ours are blue.
0: Uh, Ours are blue, yeah. Yeah. Um, So it just just depends. Um, And again, occasionally a fifth candle... White candle is placed in the middle, and it's lit on Christmas Day to celebrate Jesus' one of those. birth. We do, yeah. Yeah. we have a lot of candles.
1: We have a ton of candles. I don't understand. Okay, so I lo- I do love candles. I do enjoy the candle tradition, but that was something I was not prepared for when I came here to faith community. Yep. I was like, why are- there's so many candles, and we have to light them for service, and we have to light them for this and that. It was a uh, it was an experience, and you know. There's a lot. Yeah. We probably have like hundreds of candles strewn about our entire church. I know in the sacristy, which is behind the sanctuary, uh, there's like drawers and I have found many many. a candle, uh, real candles. The ones that we tend to use actually just have like oil in them because it's a lot easier and more manageable. the eternity candle. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of candles around here.
0: It's yeah. And none of them smell.
1: Yeah, I know. Can we
0: we need to drip like some like a, lavender oil, some essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> that probably wouldn't work. No, oh, probably not. All the all the DoTerra people are like, no, you can't do that. It'll lead away to the plastic. Oh, oh whatever. Gosh. Oh, gosh. All right, so to kind of finish this out here the the balance the two elements to balance the two elements of remembrance and, and anticipation, like we mentioned, um, the first two Sundays in Advent, um, look forward to Christ's second coming, and the last two Sundays look backward to remember Christ's first coming. And over the course of the four weeks, scripture readings move from passages about Christ's return in judgment to Old Testament passages about the expectation of com- the coming Messiah to New Testament passages about the announcement of Christ's arrival by John the Baptist and the angels.
1: I, I can't lie, so I preached for this, this coming weekend, so Sunday, and When I read this and realized, oh no, uh, I'm supposed to, I probably should have been preaching more about Christ's second coming. Um, So that's just a confession, is I don't think I preached enough about the return of Jesus in my message, and now I feel a bit (laughs) liturgically uh, and historically guilty for not, you know, following tradition, I guess. Um, And also, at the same time, I don't. I just thought it was funny when I saw that. It's like, wait a minute, I thought the prophecy was only about the birth. Right. Which it pretty much is, but anyways. You are forgiven. Oh, thank you, thank you. I have that Absolution. authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's Advent. Um, that's kind of where it came from, what it means, what's happening, how it's celebrated. Um, and just like every other tradition in Christian history, um, it's cool to see how different denominations take it on, how different people celebrate it, and I love that because we're kind of just a melting pot of tradition and it's fun and it's something that I'm still learning about and enjoying.
1: Yeah, and I what I really appreciate about the diversity of tradition is like we're worshiping the same thing, we're just doing it differently, right? Like yeah. we each just have a certain approach to it. And I think sometimes we forget that. We forget the core piece that Catholics and Lutherans and Anglicans and Methodists... Like, we're all celebrating during this season that Jesus is coming, that the birth is going to come, and we all do it a little differently. So we squabble over, like, these differences, but really, at the end of the day, we're all celebrating the same thing, right? which is a a part of what I think tradition helps remind us of, and the same with the creeds, is that we share a lot. Um, We just maybe celebrate differently or are in practice, it looks a little different. But ultimately, it's the same thing. Same thing. Which I love. We're all
0: in this together.
1: Absolutely. What does uh, Advent, Advent mean for you, Jacob, now that you've been here for a few years and experienced a more liturgical form of it?
0: Yeah. So honestly, for me, um Advent is just... <laughs> Advent is... Not super a personal thing. Um, I would say Carolann and I celebrate Advent, um, but just a little different. So um, we focus more on what Jesus means to us in this season, um, what He did um, in His first coming. Um, we every christmas time starting in december um we read a chapter of luke every day nice um there's 24 chapters in luke yeah yeah um which is cool and so there's a chapter for every day leading up to christmas Mm. Um, and that's kind of our advent celebration Hmm. um interesting looking at the life of jesus how he lived his life in his first coming and then using that to look forward to um, jesus coming back and how we live our life and it's been pretty cool
1: yeah that's a that's a great idea um, that Hannah and I used to read scripture together a lot, um, and you know we've kind of fallen off that habit. Confession, it happens, um, but it is really significant to spend that time with with a spouse or with family or whoever in reading scripture. So I think that's a pretty cool tradition. Some something I was thinking of that might be interesting is to start that around Christmas and then work out a plan where you're reading up through Easter. So you're kind of like following the life yeah. of Jesus one chapter a week, maybe. Um, anyways, that's just the like adult education <laughs> mind in me. Yeah. That's like, this could be cool. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think, um, for me, uh, it is a, it's a personal season in a lot of ways. Um, to re- reflect on Jesus and, and his coming. And I think for me, this year, something I was educated on by another pastor, Pastor Bruce, was that Lutherans really care about the tension and like not quite getting to Christmas mm. before Christmas. Um, and I had never thought about that because we live in a culture where it is like Christmas music in July or right. like Thanksgiving's, the turkey's not even dead and we're listening to Jingle Bells. So I'm very used to just people plowing ahead to Christmas, and so for me, this year, I thought a lot more about, and and even in the sermon I gave, like, how do I sit in that tension of, like, what I know the promise is, the promises that Jesus will come, yet He hasn't arrived yet, so for me, this version, this season of Advent is tension, like, how do I sit in that tension and anticipation and have that hope um, in a society where it's kind of like if you want it, you get it now, versus I want Jesus to arrive, but he hasn't yet, quote unquote, in the Advent season. So how do I embrace that unknown, especially in 2020, when it's all been unknown? So for me, it's it's kind of been that this year that I haven't experienced before of like, no, Jesus isn't here yet, even though he is, okay? Right. So don't, nobody come <laughs> at me with that one. But just that tension of God has promised something and we aren't there yet. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting.
0: We just love to live in tension, don't we?
1: I, you know, <sighs> it's a weird thing, but I really do enjoy tension. Yeah. Like lament and other spiritual practices like that. I really do enjoy them because I think they are accurate to what we go through. For Being sure. here in this life is like, this isn't it, this isn't the final stop. And there is a lot that's at odds with where we will end up. Mm. Um, and I think there's beauty in recognizing that and living into that rather than you know, pretending we're already in the next life when we're not. Yeah. So So good. Yeah. Anyways.
0: Well, guys, that's Advent. Um, I hope you guys celebrate. I hope you guys watch one of our services, kind of get a glimpse of what it maybe looks like if it's not a part of your context. Um, yeah. And Dylan and I, we appreciate you guys listening. It's, um, a pleasure of ours to get to do this. We love doing this. um, And so, yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, um, topic ideas, things you want to hear, things you're wondering, uh, please feel free to email us at imwonderingpodcasts at gmail.com. Shoot us a text. um, Hit us up on Facebook. Um, We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, Yeah, and if
1: you have, like, Advent traditions that you want to share with us, send them our way. I know one of our listeners, Julie, she kind of gave me the rundown that they have all sorts of stuff that they do during yeah. Advent to just be in the Christmas mood. And, you know, from, you know, there's religious stuff to just cultural stuff. And so, hey, send it our way if you want to share it. Cause yeah. it's, I don't have many myself, mm-hmm. so maybe I could, you know, pick up a few.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we appreciate you guys. And until next week, I'm Jacob. And I'm Dylan. And this is the I'm Wondering Podcast.